Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome back to the show. Hurricanes basketball team back in action tomorrow. Nine o'clock tip-off against North Carolina State. And uh, the rest of the way, it is all ACC games. So here we go. One in the books, 19 to go. Joining us, University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega. Coach L, good evening to you. Hi, Joe. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Same to you. Uh, how was your holiday, and did the team make it back safely? Yeah, you know what's interesting, Joe, with all of the COVID going around, uh, my coaches and I, we had this discussion about, you know, when do we bring them back? Because we don't play until the 29th. But we were very concerned about guys, you know, flights getting canceled or missing and then having to be COVID tested. So we brought them back Christmas Day, and thank goodness everybody got back except one guy, and that one guy was Harlan Beverly, who yesterday we announced he's going to have to undergo surgery and miss the rest of the season. So we feel very, very bad for Harlan, uh, but the rest of the team got, got back here safely, Joe. All the flights were on time. All right, so that's a relief, and uh... – so now you can begin, or I'm sure you already have begun your preparation, gone through your preparation for the game. A very uh, worthy opponent in North Carolina State. But let's look back. Your team has played well. You've won five in a row uh, as you go into the break and then coming out with uh, holding on to this five-game win streak. So it seems that your team's in a good place. Well, Joe, I, I can tell you this. Um, I think the guys have worked very hard. Um, they get along extremely well on and off the court. There's a lot of, of confidence amongst each player. I think they believe it in themselves, and they believe in their teammates. So they're trusting each other. They're sharing the ball very well. Uh, the thing that I keep harping on and my coaches keep harping on with our players is our defense. It is very, very good at times. We're very, very pleased with it at times. It's just not consistently good. We let up. Uh, the other day we were up, I think, 20 on, on Stetson. We let up, and, and they cut the lead to 10 to end the game. What we're looking for is a little bit more consistency and persistence at the defensive end to compete against the best teams in the ACC. And that better begin tomorrow night against NC State because they've got a whole lot of offensive talent. <laughs> Yeah, they sure do. We'll jump into their players here in a moment. 
Uh, over the last five games, you're shooting 39% from three-point range. That's up from 27% in the first seven games. So your team is has improved their shooting from long range. Well, what I really think has happened is I think we've always been capable of, of shooting the ball very well from three-point range. Some of it has to do with team chemistry and finding the open man at the right time, making the extra pass, getting the hockey assists. And really, uh, the first time we really started to see that was at Penn State. Then we followed up with a terrific job against Clemson, a come-from-behind victory, down nine with five minutes to go. We end, went, end up outscoring them like 16-2. to two, and We end up winning, winning the game. And I think we've built on that. We're doing better and better at it. And then we faced a zone the other day in Stetson. So against the zone, you're going to get a lot of good looks from three. And thank goodness we cashed in. We found the open man. Cam Augusti had the hot hand. At one point, he was six for six from three-point range. But other guys also chipped in. So we ended up shooting almost 50% from from three against Stetson, and that certainly boosts our overall three-point shooting on the season. Uh, Charlie Moore has been the orchestrator for you. Uh, last five games, averaging nearly five assists a game, 4.4 assists per game in the last five. He averaged uh, 4.2 assists last year in the Big East. I think the year before was six, so he's really starting to distribute the ball very efficiently. Well, you know, assists... Uh, happen several different ways in this sense. You can throw a terrific pass like Charlie's been throwing some really good passes, but if the guy misses the shot, you don't get the assist. Right. But what, what has happened is Charlie's created a culture of sharing. He gives the ball up effortlessly a lot of the time to Isaiah Wong, a lot of the time to Cam McGusty. And then those guys are giving the ball up to each other and back to Charlie. And then you add a Sam Wardenberg who really distributes the ball amongst those three extremely well. And then our two freshmen come in, Bensley Joseph and Wooga Poplar, and they're learning to, to share the ball equally and effortlessly. And that makes all the difference in the world of why our three-point percentage is improving. And, and I know you like this. He hasn't turned the ball over in the last two games. Yeah, no, Charlie's done a terrific job. I mean, if he can continue to play that that well uh, at the offensive end, because he's all, uh, all, also a very solid defender. I don't know if he gets credit for it or if people talk about that, but he's done a very nice job defensively for us, and he's going to have his hands full with Cam Hayes tomorrow. Uh, there, have been, there have been several games in the league called off. The, uh, the league did also change their rules, so uh, forfeit is not an option anymore. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to make the games up or not, but Duke is Duke may not play again until until the University of Miami rolls into Cameron Indoor Stadium. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah. I, I was doing an a, um, interview with uh, uh, Packer and Durham. You know those guys? Oh, yes, absolutely, yeah, sure. So 
Packer and Durham uh, asked me a question. He said, hey, are you healthy? Because you haven't been healthy for the last two seasons. <laughs> and it's funny, you know, uh, injuries and COVID, uh, it can impact your season in a big way. The injuries last year, we, we had more injuries last year than any team in the country. We missed more games than any team in the country. And, um, you know, hopefully we can stay healthy this year. Uh, and hopefully we can continue to play well. You know, Duke is in a situation where they've got COVID issues. So I don't think it's injuries for them. I think they just have to follow the protocol rules for COVID and, and hopefully get their, their team back. And, and if it's when we come to town, hey, great. Because uh, we love playing up at Cameron Indoor Stadium. This might be a, a silly question, but – uh, the rules have changed. The COVID uh, rules have changed as of yesterday around the country for uh, when people can return and how long they have to, to uh, be isolated and all that stuff. Uh, as the coach, do, do you have, like, have to keep some kind of outline if, uh, if a player is out, how long he's going to be out? Because now that I guess they can come back after five days as opposed to ten days. Uh, how, how will you keep track of all that stuff? Yeah, well, the first thing is um, the, the CDC rules have been changing. So what, what I believe has happened, and you can't quote me on this, is I believe when the CDC uh, uh, creates new protocol, new rules, other people like the ACC and other conferences have to review those and then our administrators, our, our presidents, our athletic directors, they sit down and discuss what the next step should be and should we reduce the time someone has to sit out with a positive test. So while that's happening, my, my staff and I are just encouraging our players to not only follow the protocols but try to stay safe. Now, we were very fortunate that everybody was, their flight was able to get back and on time on Christmas Day. Uh, but you, we, we're constantly reminding the guys to wash their hands, to wear their masks, to social distance. And all of our guys have been vaccinated, many of them double vaccinated, and some of them with the booster. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't prevent you from actually getting COVID. It just helps you overcome it once you get it. So you maybe not hospitalized and you don't become deathly ill. Maybe it takes only five days to recover. So whatever the, the ACC rules are, whatever the University of Miami protocols are, that's what we're following. I know our athletic administration uh, is working very, very closely with our medical people to keep us very well informed as to how to deal with this. Okay, let's uh, talk about the games. we got some big games coming up. Uh, back into ACC play. The next three are at home. The first one tomorrow night against North Carolina State. Uh, they, as you mentioned, have some great scores, starting with Sebron, uh, who has a bunch of double-doubles already and uh, went for 36 points against Nebraska, 39 points against Nebraska and had 19 rebounds and played 56 minutes in that game. He's got to be a handful. Well, um, Darion uh, Sebron is 6'7", athletic as can be. 
He's like a whirlwind. He's hard to catch. He just runs the court so well. He's uh, athletic around the rim. Joe, he's the third leading scorer in the league and the leading rebounder. He's averaging almost 11 rebounds a game. So he's a handful for anybody. We're going to have to do a great job on him. Uh, but he's not the, the only high-octane scorer for them. Cam Hayes, their point guard, can really score. Their freshman, Smith, is an absolutely terrific scorer. Um, and then you have the veteran, uh, Jericho um, uh, Helms. Helms, Helms can, can shoot the three. He can post you up. He's good defensively. He's a good rebounder. You know, they've got a dynamic perimeter game. And when they're hitting on all cylinders, I mean, you saw when we were in New York and we beat Ford in the very next game, NC State had the number one team in the country, Purdue. Uh, Purdue was number one in the country at that time. They had them down like 12 or 14 in the second half and looked like they were going to run away with the victory before Purdue made a huge comeback. They've lost three in a row. I never know how to look at this. Uh, they've, lost, they've lost three in a row, so I've always come to the conclusion when a team uh, is in the middle of a losing streak and you get them next, they're probably going to be really desperate and you're going to get their A game. Oh, I don't think there's any question that we're going to get their A game. Um, partially because of the losses. <coughs> Excuse me, Joe. Partially because of the losses, but also partially because it's now the ACC. And both programs are very, very familiar, familiar with each other. How familiar, you might ask? Well, James Johnson, the assistant coach or maybe associate head coach at NC State, was one of my former assistants both at George Mason and at Miami. And Mike Summy, one of his full-time assistant coaches, was my director of basketball operations for our first couple of years here at Miami. So those two coaches – know me, know my staff, know our program, know everything we do offensively and defensively because they did it while they were here at Miami with me. Yeah, And their roster, much like everybody else in the ACC, take a look at them, four-star, 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 top of the number three player. Smith was the number three player in the state of North Carolina. So they are, they are recruiting in a, in a pool where the players are – top-level players. And you've had some great games against North Carolina State, including the one last year. Yeah. I, I You know, I, I haven't looked at last year's game yet. I probably will do that uh, a little later this evening. Um, but when we play them, uh, we know they're going to press us. They're going to pick us up full court, man, zone, and then on offense, they're going to set a gazillion ball screens. We know that. That's their style. That's what Kevin Keats has done. Their head coach has done that throughout his career. He did a fantastic job at UNC Wilmington in the Colonial Athletic Association. And I was very familiar with Kevin because he was at one time the head coach of Hardgrave Military Academy. And my staff and I recruited one of his players, Luke Hancock, who would end up being the most outstanding player in the NCAA tournament when he transferred from George Mason to Louisville and led Louisville to the national championship in 2013. They are, they're also a funny program. They're right there in the triangle and they get a lot of, uh, 
they have a lot of pressure on them to match Duke and Carolina, right? So I don't know if they're always the, if they're if they're if they're considered the third wheel, but I always feel like they get great support. But boy, they have a lot of pressure on them in basketball. Oh, uh, you know, I've been a big uh, ACC fan since I was in high school, but I really got to know the ACC when I was an assistant at Virginia. And I would observe the um, battles, uh, the rivalries that existed between NC State, uh, Carolina, and Duke. Jim Valvano was the head coach at NC State. Dean Smith was the head coach of North Carolina. And Mike Krzyzewski was the head coach of Duke. And I'm telling you, when I'd watch those teams on TV, back then there were only eight teams in the ACC. So you played each other twice, sometimes three times if you played them in the tournament. And those teams would probably play each other a fourth time in what was called the Big Four. They'd have a preseason. Now that goes back to my, to my early days in, in college basketball, back when I was an assistant at Davidson. But those rivalries go back decades. And uh, they're fun to watch. And NC State... Uh, they won the national championship in 1974. Uh, and uh, North Carolina's Dean Smith had not won his first yet. So a lot, a lot of comparisons between those programs. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski had not won his. Jill, Jill Malvano beat, beat Dean Smith and Coach K. But then they both, they, they both won several national championships I think Coach K now has four or five. Um, so, and I know he's he's probably hoping for another one this year with the the squad that he has. Yeah. Uh, when you gather your team uh, at this point of the year, as you get ready to embark on now, and now every game is an ACC game. They played one against Clemson. Uh, do you talk to them at all about the rigors of of the league of league play? What it's going to be like here and January and February, the travel, the crowds, uh, the ups, the downs. Uh, league play is hard. It is. Right now, our total focus was trying to get everybody back, everybody practicing hard and well. We've had two really good preparation days, uh, and, and we're excited about playing NC State. Now, it's a late tip-off for those folks who are not going to come and watch the game in person uh, Joe, they can listen to it, but it's a 9 p.m. tip tip start for uh, uh, the game tomorrow night. So it's a late start, and hopefully our fans will be supporting us and cheering for us. Our students are not in town; uh, they're they're on Christmas break. So, but hopefully, with the preparation that we've had, that we'll play play well and and uh, hopefully get a win tomorrow night. Should be a great game. Then you, I know all your focus is on North Carolina State, but then Wake Forest rolls in here on Saturday at 6 p.m. New Year's night, and they're off to a great start. They are. Uh, Steve Forbes has done a fantastic job of, of uh, reloading that team and and putting them in position. Uh, I think they're like 10 and one right now, or 11 and one, uh, and uh, they have. Probably the best win of the conference so far, and that is a road victory at 
at uh, Virginia Tech. Now, Virginia Tech also lost to at Duke, which is obviously not a bad loss for them. But but Wake Forest is 11-1. and They're 8-0 at home, 1-0 on the road, and they are scoring the ball at a very high level. So when they come in Saturday, it's a 6 p.m. tip-off. So hopefully uh, we'll just continue to play well, and this will be a, a great week for our Miami Hurricanes men's basketball program. Coach, if you have, uh, do you have a time – uh, as you're preparing for games to uh, look around and see what's going on outside of the conference. Baylor's 11-0. and I thought they lost half their team, but they're back to number one. Do you, get, do you get a chance to peek at some of the other teams from outside of the ACC? And if so, uh, who impresses you? Well, mo- most of the time when I watch outside the ACC, it's they're playing an ACC team. Like the ACC Big Ten Challenge, I get a chance to watch those games. Uh, I might catch a non-conference game. Uh, I'm um, watching like Pittsburgh uh, at St. John's, a great win uh, for the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, I watched the Carolina-Kentucky, so I got a chance to watch Kentucky, another you know top-20 team. Uh, John, John Calipari uh, always has his teams uh, highly ranked and highly regarded. Um, but most of the time, I'm not really paying attention to the national uh, landscape. I'm really focused on the ACC and the teams that we're going to have to play. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the pundits, the national pundits, are kind of throwing some darts at the ACC right now, but there's a lot of basketball to be played, and I would suspect that uh, some of these teams inside the league are going to uh, improve dramatically over the next two and a half months. Yeah, well, uh, what I've said to people is, look, at right now, national basketball o- overall, Division One, is unpredictable. Uh, you can see a, a team like, like North Carolina uh, loses to, to uh, uh, Kentucky. But then Kentucky, they have to go to Notre Dame, and they lose to Notre Dame. And then, you know, Notre Dame uh, loses to somebody else. I mean, the until uh, you get – to around February, now, do you really know which teams have come together? And the reason I say that, Joe, is because there's so many moving parts, so many new players, transfers, guys who come in. Some of them make a quick transition, and I'll use Charlie Moore and Jordan Miller, two of our starters who've come in, made a great transition very, very quickly and are doing really well and really helping us. But there are going to be some other players who take a little bit longer, maybe a freshman, maybe a transfer from a lower level that moves up to the Power Five conference. But eventually, you know, the cream will rise to the top. And uh, I, I expect by February the ACC will show that it's, it's still the best basketball conference in America and don't count any of our teams out when it comes to the NCAA tournament and winning a national championship. As you, um, as you go into this game tomorrow night, you pretty much have settled on your on eight-player rotation uh, with uh, Walker and Wuga and uh, Bensley coming off the bench. Has that been, compared to what it was like last year and the year before, has that been easier for you to manage this year? 
Well, certainly uh, when we started this season, we had uh, 12 scholarship players and two walk-ons. And all 14 guys suited up, practiced, and did a terrific job. We did lose um, uh, Rodney Miller for a while. Now, Rodney, we're hoping, is going to come back and be able to practice and play well. All right? Then we lost, lost Harlan Beverly. Uh, someone who has been instrumental because of his versatility, playing a number of different positions, played the one and ran the team as a quarterback that did or would, and and then then moved him over to the wing. Uh, but now he's out for the season. So we're we're in a position if we can keep everybody healthy, um, it, it's so much better for game preparation, and when you can prepare well. Hopefully then you play well. And I'm pretty pleased with the way we practiced yesterday and today. Hopefully we'll play very well tomorrow. But as far as the conference race is concerned and how strong the ACC is, uh, again, I'm going to repeat, don't count us out. Because as these teams get to know each other better and better, the cream will rise to the top. Well, this is one of my favorite times of the year. The games come at you fast. It keeps you busy, keeps your mind alert. The competition is great. Uh, hopefully, we can get through a season with, with good health and hopefully uh, COVID and the variants don't derail what, uh, what is one of the most exciting uh, things in all of sports, and that is ACC basketball. Yeah, and, and Joe, I'll share a story with you. of One of my former assistants, and I don't know if you would know this name, he coached at the University of South Florida for a while. His name is Stan Heath. Sure. And Stan was an assistant coach of mine back in my Bowling Green days. He was also the NBA G League Coach of the Year. His team won the G League championship a year ago. And then he was offered the head coaching job at his alma mater, Eastern Michigan. And he called me today to tell me that he's got covid and that his team's got COVID, and they've got to uh, either reschedule or just cancel their first two conference games in the Mid-American Conference. And I felt very, very bad for Stan, but he, he felt good that, hey, his, his team is you know, very well aware of what the circumstances are, and, and they're looking forward to getting back and getting healthy. But when he called me, he called me for a very unusual reason. He called me to say he watched one of my interviews on TV. I said, where would you watch that? And he said, yeah, it was on Bally Sports. Are you familiar with Bally Sports? I'm watching it right now because the Heat are on Bally Sports. Yeah, the Heat are on Bally Sports. So for some reason, I must have done an interview with them before the season ever began. And because Stan worked with me at Bowling Green and knows my philosophy, he said he thoroughly enjoyed – listening to me repeat all the things that I had been <laughs> preaching to him 30 years ago when he was my assistant coach, talking about attitude, have a positive attitude, make a total commitment, and behave, behave in a first-class manner. He said it was just great listening to me repeat that 30 years after I shared that with him. So a lot of basketball ahead. I'm excited about this season. Our guys are doing a good job. Keep your fingers crossed we stay healthy. And uh, keep your fingers crossed that we can have a great game last night, uh, tomorrow night. 
Okay, Coach, sounds very good. I'll see you tomorrow at the Watsco Center, 9 o'clock tip-off. Looking forward to it. Thanks for being with us here tonight. Thanks, Joe. All right, that's uh, University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega. Miami and North Carolina State tomorrow night, 8.30 tip-off. We'll be on the air. Uh, no, 9 o'clock tip-off. 9 o'clock tip-off. We'll be on the air at 8.30. All right, let me talk to you for a moment about Williamson Buick GMC. If you haven't seen some of the new GMCs at Williamson, here's a taste of what you are missing, and you don't want to miss out in 2022. You can choose from the GMC Yukon, which has been coined as the boldest, most impressive Yukon ever, or the GMC Sierra, which has made top-level engineering and capability the new rule, or there is the 2022 GMC Canyon with its powerful and innovative features that are engineered and built for all of your 2022 adventures. Don't miss out any longer. Stop by. See Ed Williamson, his lovely wife, Carol. They are looking forward to a great 2022. Their state-of-the-art facility is easy to find, located at US 1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto Expressway. Or you can visit them online at williamsonautomotivegroup.com. Or uh, stop by. See them in person and uh, check out their magnificent, magnificent showroom. Williamson Buick GMC, your premier luxury dealership. Williamson is Miami. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 